Hello, everyone, and welcome to another year of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. You look surprised. Well, I'm going to, in full disclosure, you froze for a second on my screen. (laughs) (laughs) So when you came back, you were talking like a little bit faster to compensate. Um, So you're like, Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another year of Talking Games. with Ke- And I was like, wow, what just happened? I just got whiplash. Well, it's year two, so we have to talk at twice the speed. That's actually true. Because that's actually true. We're releasing twice as many episodes because there's twice as much news. This is false. Wow. Can you imagine two episodes a week? We wouldn't have anything to talk about. Yeah. Well, we could talk about like our days at that point. <laughs> If we got to that yeah. point, we'd just have to talk about whatever. Like the stuff we talk about for an hour before and after recording would have to be recorded and published. Yeah. All the gossip. All the hot goss. Yeah. Don't tell anybody, though. Okay. So, Kelly. Yes? This week was E3. Well, it wasn't E3. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> but it it basically was kind of like E3. Uh, yeah. For that reason... I feel it is appropriate to structure this episode pretty similarly to our last E3 special. Uh, So we'll go through and we'll talk about all of the news that came from all of the major conferences. And we'll stop and discuss anything we think is interesting. But uh, how do you you feel? Do you think we should maybe start with some of the stuff that came before or outside of these events? Yeah, I think that would be a good starting point chronologically. So let's start from the most recent thing, because that makes actually very little sense, but oh well. Today, (laughs) PlayStation Plus Premium launched. Uh, So this is the new version of PlayStation Plus. So for twice of the current annual price, you also get access to a large amount of PlayStation 4 and 5 games, as well as a a bevy of classic games from the PlayStation 3, 2, 1, and PSP era. And by bevy, I mean not a lot, actually. Um, There's one PSP game, and um, that's that's it. And then the PS2 and PS1 collection's a little little underwhelming. The PS3 collection's gigantic because they pulled over, like, the streaming PS Now stuff. Uh, I played a little tiny bit of it because it came out today and I worked today. So I just kind of ran out a little early and so I could play a tiny bit extra. And um, the PS3 streaming was working just fine. It um, was a little annoying that I had to stream it, but oh well. I played uh, a little bit of Tekken 2 from the PlayStation 1 and it was running very well. Uh, there were some issues with other regions launches because they were running at 50 frames per second and not 60. That's not a problem here. It's just 60. So good good for us, I guess. <laughs> and then uh, I played a little bit of Echo Chrome on the PSP because it was the only PSP option. It looked pretty good. Um, I'm just really confused why they introduced PSP games just to have one. Count it, one PSP game. Uno. But the launch is also real confusing. I'm kind of happy. Like, the, the selection is pretty cool, and it was a pretty minimal upgrade. Like, my I had to pay 30 extra dollars to upgrade the rest of my year. And I think I got a year for about $30 on sale at Christmas time. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm not complaining. But the service is confusing, that is for sure. I feel like Game Pass is a lot more straightforward. Yeah, I, I guess I get confused by the tiered system. Um, and the 
the launch itself is a bit confusing to me. So I would I would echo your sentiment. Game Pass is a lot less confusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess PlayStation still has potential years to iron this out before they catch up with Game Pass, but I'll, I'll give them a, I'll give them a couple weeks. I'll probably play some games before our next episode and see if there's any comments I have about the emulation or anything. But at surface value, everything seems to be running pretty well. That's good. You know what will be running well, hopefully? What? The roller coasters at Super Nintendo World. I would really hope that those would run well. <laughs> if not, we might have some some deaths. Yeah. So um, Universal Studios tweeted, Universal Studios Hollywood tweeted uh, right at the beginning of June that they were going to open a Super Nintendo World in early 2023. Um, so that includes like a Mario Kart ride, among other things that we don't know about. But um, yeah, early 2023. I think that's interesting. Um, I've never been to Universal. I haven't been to the one in uh, um, California or Florida, so I don't know um, anything about it other than there was a Jaws ride. Are we going to go for the podcast? Sure, yeah. We'll do it as a business expense. Mm-hmm. I think that they should repurpose the Jaws animatronic and use it for the chain chomp. <gasps> That's actually really fun. Hey, man. I'm just saying. I'm bark, just throwing bark. that out there. Bark, bark. Uh, I do love the chain chomps. Um, I hope they are incorporated in some way. We'll have to go and find out in person. True. We could go to Japan like now and do it, but. Oh, wow. That would be like probably more expensive. A little bit. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you want to spend a little less money but feel like you're still having an adventure, perhaps you'll be able to do that on November 18th as Pokemon Scarlet and Violet releases. We got a new trailer outside of any conferences. We got a new trailer for the new Pokemon game. Showed off a lot of stuff. Showed off the professors. There's two different ones, one for each version. Showed off the legendaries. Showed us the animations on the new starters, uh, as well as four-player multiplayer that can be played at all times together. Not entirely clear what that means exactly. It's something we'll have to wait and see. But they also confirmed that it is open world completely. You can even tackle all of the gyms in whatever order you see fit. Uh, it appears the catching system is definitely back to how it was, but it still has like some stealth and you can sneak up on Pokemon. So not completely throwing away everything from Legends Arceus. Uh, and also, little tidbit, some of the music is by Toby Fox, creator of Undertale. Um, and also LeChonk. There's a pig. His name's LeChonk. <laughs> he is. I he like, is named LeChonk. They're really leaning into the meme factor in the best way possible, I think. And I love the little olive. The, the little olive guy. The small live. Small live. Oh, my <laughs> God. The uh, localization team went crazy with those names. What are your thoughts on this trailer overall, Kelly? I thought it looked fun. I mean, I... The... Uh, the, the Open world looks interesting. That co-op looks interesting. I'm not sure, like, I wasn't, like, uber impressed with the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The environments. Yeah. Um, they 
do very much look like Sword and Shield. But but I will say I I do I I I enjoyed uh I think I got Shield. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um I think I'll enjoy this for what it is. I think the open world aspect of like going to any gym whenever is like really crazy and I'm like it's my brain can't compute like how they're going to do that. I guess it's level scaling, but probably um, yeah. But also like that's confusing cuz level scaling means like evolution scaling and stuff too, right? Yeah. I just don't I just don't I I don't know how they're going to do that, but I'm excited to find out. I thought the professors were kind of cool. They seem to be going for some sort of like, um, you know, technology versus uh, not not, te- not technology, <laughs> I guess, which sort of reminds me of how it was for Gen 4. Yeah. Like uh, Team uh, Platinum. But anyway, no, Team Gal- Galaxy. I'll, yeah, I think it's Galactic, but Team Galactic. I was uh, pretty sure it was Galactic, but Platinum. you kept you kept saying <laughs> things, and I was like, "Wait, is it not Galactic?" Yeah, like Cyrus and Team Galactic. Anyway, I did not like the legendaries; they looked fake to me, like they look like fake design Pokemon. But well, that's then, okay. I guess I don't have to ask you which one you're going to pick since you don't care. Then, well, I'm going to pick Violet. Oh, really? Yeah. Because you want the, is it for professors or legendaries? Uh, for the professor. Okay, I'm picking Scarlet for the for the professor, so I'm glad we're, <laughs> we're on different pages here in the best way. <laughs> I uh, listen. I saw him and I said, I can't. I cannot. I cannot do Violet. So, uh, YouTube has this new feature where they tell you the most replayed parts of video, and the the first most replayed part is the legendaries because you know that makes sense. The second mm-hmm. most is Lechonk's reveal. So no, that's so cute. <laughs> so let that be said. But I'm excited. I think it's something we kind of need to see some more of. But at the same time, I'm I feel like it does remind me of Sword and Shield and like its environmental design, but just with a lot more polish. So for that, I'm excited, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see as we approach that November 18th release window. Yeah. Um. Also, we got some new Sonic Frontiers gameplay. Um, I think uh, I... Uh, Go ahead. Uh, you got this. <laughs> it's... Uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I don't know about it. I don't know. You're more of a Sonic head than I, Andrew. Um, explain to me your thought behind this... Um, Stuff. Uh, uh, gameplay. So they've revealed through IGN some gameplay previews of like world exploration and combat. And I thought it was really, really dumb because they were poorly cut together. Like it felt like there was just some person given a controller and they're like, play it for a little bit. And they're like, okay. And then they recorded it and that's the trailer. Um, Because during uh, Sonic Central, which was like a little stream of Sonic news that we won't go into all of it, but they showed a little snippet of like, the world and this weird enemy and running on like the snake like enemies back. And I thought that was really cool. And it's cut together in an actual trailer. And I'm like, this game might be okay, but you're showing it off in a way where it just looks like an unfinished fan project. And I know they're capable of more because this other trailer, this like 30 second tease in the Sonic central was pretty good. So I still maintain optimism, but my goodness, the way they are showing it so far is bad. It's bad trailers. It feels like they 
Yeah, it feels like they don't have any like hope in the game by what they're showing off. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? It's either hopeless or genuine stupidity. <laughs> like the it it just looks really barren. I don't know how to explain it. It looks very barren and it's beautiful. It looks like Death Stranding, but you threw Sonic in there. <gasps> See, that description sounds sick. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I don't know. And Sonic moves weird. It doesn't feel like he belongs in this earth. On this earth. I don't know. It looks like he should be having, he should have a really tall backpack and he should be Norman Reedus. Okay. So this sounds incredible, actually. I really want to see that now. <laughs> like, not even joking. I just want to see that. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. Cause I didn't really pay attention. I saw a bunch of tweets about it. It is really weirdly cut together. Yeah. That's there was the just thing. a very a harsh bad... cut. It's not necessarily the worst gameplay. It's a bad selection, but it's not the worst gameplay. But it is poorly, like, like how is this supposed to make me excited? It's just, like, a snippet of kind of boring gameplay. Yeah, and, like, they're not... There's, like, weird pop-in in the background. Oh, it's like yeah. it, it doesn't seem like they're very, like, proud of what they're showing off here. No, and, like, with that pop-in and stuff, it makes me worry that maybe this is, like... Not going to be ready, but they're still going to release it. Or this is just really early gameplay, in which case, why did you give them that? Yeah. It's not looking great, folks. Oh, well, I'm sure there's some better games to come out. Do you think? Perhaps. Maybe uh, a game that doesn't have Sonic in it, but does have army guys in it. (laughs) Yeah, like that. (laughs) Uh, so there was a uh, a world premiere trailer for the new Modern Warfare 2 game. Um, yes, I am still confused. <laughs> I like the YouTube description that said uh, says a new era is coming. And I'm like, I thought the new era arrived when Modern Warfare <laughs> 2 came out like 12 years ago or whatever. Yeah. And then it came out again. Um, but this is not those two. Right. This is something totally new, but it's not. It's a new era, but it's the same cast. Characters that were once dead are now alive. So I don't know what's going on here. Um, I don't really get Call of Duty anymore. I don't understand. I don't understand the, the property anymore. There's like 16 different versions of the game. There's like Black Ops. There's like Advanced Warfare. There's modern warfare. There's uh, uh, what's the new? What's the van? There's like Vanguard, which I thought that one was cool because it was like historical. Um, but then they also did the, the kills, the war, the kill zone, or what? I don't even remember. I you don't even let, know. You just said to other games. You said kill zone, Warframe. Those are two <laughs> different series. The okay, the newer one that's out. That's like uh, um. That's like a co-op War with like multiplayer. Warzone. Yeah. I'm sorry, Killzone, Warframe. I mean, Warzone is not that far off. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of looks like a standard modern warfare Call of Duty game. Is there maybe some news about something that you do know about since we are both kind of ignorant here? <laughs> um, no. That's it. That's all that happened. <laughs> Can uh, you imagine? No, well, I'm if, just you, if you just like forgot 
about the news that like this show has been waiting for <laughs> for a year? Um, uh, in early June, June 2nd, there was whisperings, mumblings that a that the Dragon Age title would be revealed and then it was kind of leaked. But then Bioware itself was like, surprise, here's the title. Um, so it's called Dragon Age Dreadwolf, all one word. Um, there was like a new logo as well. Um, some some interesting typography, um, which is, uh, you know, I have theories. I'm not going to bore you with them, but um, let me just say this. I am excited. I feel good. Um, I like the title. I know a lot of people don't, and a lot of people do. I feel like it's very divisive, much like the character itself, um, the character that it's named for. So that's exciting. Um, this was this is like the most definitive Dragon Age news we've had in like six months. So you're really just gonna have to be patient with me um, because I'm very excited, but I'm <laughs> I'm containing myself very powerfully right now. Um, they released it in a blog post, and they were pretty much like, "Hey, you know, you'll see more as the year goes on." Um, and the wording kind of made it clear that we weren't gonna see them for the rest of. Um, this sort of like press cycle in the summer um but we might see them you know in the fall or late summer mm -hmm. um they also a little bit later like a two weeks later a week later this was like a few days ago um they released a trailer for a new netflix series um an animated netflix series called dragon age absolution um six episodes debuting or premiering in December of this year. Um, uh, no thoughts? I, I have some thoughts. Um, the series is supposed to take place in Tevinter, um, I, I, which I'm excited for. I think it'll be a good lead-in into the game because we are going to Tevinter in the next game. Um, so I think it'll be good to sort of familiarize ourselves with that place because we've never been there in the games before. We've heard so much about it. They're kind of like the bad guy nation. Um, but we don't really, we've never been. So I think it'll be fun to sort of familiarize ourselves with the place before we actually go. I don't know anything about this animated series. I don't know if it's going to be a prequel to all of the games. I don't know if it's going to be like an in-between prequel to Dragon Age 4 or Dreadwolf now, as it's called. Um... I'm not really sure, but I thought it looked good. I'm really, really glad that it was an animated series. Um, I yeah. think I, I, I think that maybe, maybe we knew that it was, well, we didn't know it was going to be an animated series, but it would have been really hard to do a live action Dragon Age and not obvious, like have the obvious comparisons to any high action, uh, high fantasy series in the past like 10 years. Um, I mean, especially so, The Witcher, because it's a video yeah. game adaptation on Netflix. Yeah. So I'm excited about the game. I'm excited about the animated series. Um, I would like to see a little bit more of the animated series. It wasn't specific enough for me. Mm -hmm. um, I There were like, there was a, like a shot or two that was like, oh yeah, that's Dragon Age. But it was very like whimsical fantasy characters we've never met um so we don't really know it, it you know it, it, it 
maybe it's one of those things that started off as something different and then they put other things in it, which is a little bit concerning, but we really don't know anything yet. So it's really hard to say. Um, Same as Dragon Age uh, Dreadwolf. We really don't know that much yet. So it's really hard to say anything about it. Hopefully it's not that long until we see something. Yeah, I'm thinking end of the summer. That is my theory. Okay. I believe you. Thank you. To keep the Netflix animated train rolling, they also released a trailer for Castlevania Nocturne. We knew about this show. It is following Richter, a descendant of the main characters from the Castlevania show that we have seen before. It is set during the French Revolution, and we got a teeny itty-bitty trailer. It is just showing the back of Richter on a dock and then shows the side profile of his face for just a little bit. And the name being revealed as Nocturne, no release date, really not even a lot of plot details, but I am extremely excited. I think it's really cool that this Richter design kind of echoes that of like the main characters of Castlevania, the the animated show, because, you know, this is a descendant of them and they based it on those designs first more so than the video games, which I thought was a very bold choice, and I I appreciate it, and I think it looks really cool, and I'm very, 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 very excited. Are you very excited? I'm so excited. (laughs) Genuinely. I'm excited, too. I enjoyed the first Castlevania Castlevania series. I don't think I ever finished it, um, but I really enjoyed it. I am curious... Um, if certain characters will be included. Are you talking about Alucard? Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. Well, Alucard's a vampire. He lives a long, long time. I know, but what I'm wondering is, are they going to like have him be a part of it, or is he not going to be in that at all? My speculative guess is that he will be lightly involved in this to set up a more substantial Symphony of the Night plot line either in this or in another series, because this Richter's plot ultimately leads to Symphony of the Night. So I'm excited to see that. Another thing I'm excited to see is a Final Fantasy VII event. There's an anniversary event premiering on the 16th, two days from now at time of release. We don't know what will be in it, but it'll be a short little presentation it is safe to presume that there will be some Final Fantasy VII stuff there because of the fact that it's a anniversary event. <laughs> but I don't think that we can put money on Remake Part 2. I think we're probably going to see, like, Ever Crisis, that mobile remake of the original. Um, we're probably going to see perhaps some merchandise kind of stuff. I feel like this is probably going to be more of a merchandising thing than an actual game show but hey they did a kingdom hearts anniversary event a couple months ago and revealed kingdom hearts 4 so who's to stop them from doing the same thing with remake part 2 who's to say uh not me probably them actually Uh, oh they're probably the ones to say (laughs) it was a foolish question on my part i know i mean i don't think it was foolish you know who is foolish who Byleth. No, Byleth's not foolish. I'm sorry. I would argue sorry. that, yeah, yeah, I would argue that Shez is probably the more foolish of the two 
Well, you might know better than I, because there was a trailer released for Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. This is the sequel, sort of, reimagining of Fire Emblem Three Houses in the Warriors gameplay style. There was a new gameplay trailer to reveal the Ashen Wolves. I said that funny. From the (laughs) DLC of Fire Emblem Three Houses. And we saw their new designs. I think they're very cute and they look very nice. And they also announced that there was a full demo coming out with the first four chapters. It is available now. I'm afraid I was out of town all of last week, so I wasn't able to play it. But Kelly, you played a bit of it, right? I sure did. So this game's out in a couple weeks. Makes sense to release a demo. What were your thoughts? Um, I thought it was interesting. I'm sure uh, many, many people have said this, but having a voice protagonist really protagonist. I'm sorry, I didn't I do not enunciate um, <laughs> having a voice protagonist really enriches the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me feel wistful for what we could have had with three houses with a voiced Byleth, because I think the voice actors for Byleth are both really, really great. And they would have knocked it out of the park because they knocked it out of the park in the demo because you do hear Byla's voice. Um, it's an interesting demo. It's very, very long. It's mm-hmm. like one of the longest demos I've ever played. Um, did you finish it? No. Okay. How long, long? How much did you for play? Like three hours. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> how many chapters did you finish? Like three chapters uh, or what? Three chapters. Yeah. I probably, I probably played for like two hours. Okay. I would have to check, but, um, yeah, it's I I played the first three chapters. There's only four, but it's very accelerated. The timeline is very accelerated. So what you experience in three houses, um, it's accelerated like times a hundred in three wow. houses. Like yeah, it's very fast. Um, there are characters that I was excited that were more that had a larger role in three hopes. Um, so that was cool, and we already have seen it. Uh, you do get I don't know how spoilery this is but you do get to pick a house um as you do in three houses i picked the golden deer because that's just who i am yeah my heart um i have a really hard time with warrior style gameplay and i still am and the camera is just a little bit jank i i don't know i'm i'm struggling with it um but i i want to keep going for the story and the characters um, so we'll see. I, I, I'm really like debating, having an internal debate with my soul if I should buy this game. <laughs> I don't know if I really enjoy playing it that much, but I want to do it for them. And also maybe I just, maybe I just need to like power through and get to a point where it's more fun to play. Was that an emotional hiccup because you're so emotional about this? <laughs> Uh, no, that was actually a um, post-acid reflux hiccup. Oh. Well, I'm actually very sorry then. That was not funny. No, no. It's a good thing because I had acid reflux really bad like two weeks ago. Oh. Uh. And then I started a 14-day treatment plan. <laughs> Remember it at the beginning when we said that we were going to have to like start talking about our lives just to fill episodes? <laughs> and now we're talking about the 14-day acid reflux plan that I recommended? <laughs> anyway, it worked. Um so now I have the hiccups again. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So that that was the Three Hopes demo. I think that it's well worth playing the demo for a little bit just to get a good feel for the game. And if you like the story of Three Houses, I think you will really enjoy this 
um, and the characters. It was really, really nice to see Claude again. I just love him so much. I'm real excited to try it, and I'll be definitely trying it sometime this week. Yeah. Um, if you liked um, Age of Calamity, is that what it's called? Yeah, or or yeah. the original Fire Emblem Warriors, probably. Yeah, you'd probably like this one because it does. I think they did a good job of marrying the two um, play, like the two game plays. Yeah, because there are still aspects of Fire Emblem that are there, like um, link, uh, not links. <laughs> I call them social links. What are they called? Uh, supports. Supports. <laughs> there are still supports and like tea time and stuff. So I'm very excited. Um, that is the end of our outside of event news. So now let's jump on in to some of the events that we had this week. This past two weeks, I should say. The first event we had was the PlayStation State of Play. Um, we talked about this a little bit last time we had an episode. And it has since premiered. So, Kelly, do you want to hop right in? Tell us what some of the early things they announced were. Sure. So this was something very exciting. Uh, a lot of people are looking forward to this. Uh, the Resident Evil 4 remake was announced uh, for the PlayStation 5 and for Xbox Series X. And that's coming out March 23rd next year. 23, 23, 24th, 20. It's coming out March 24th. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, put, I just put a four up like that would imply <laughs> what you should be thinking. No, that's okay. I understood what you meant. It just took me a second to process. Um, so. Yay. This is a, this excites me. I think Resident Evil 4 is one of the best, if not the best, Resident Evil game. It's up there. Um, And now it being more accessible is going to be a lot more fun for me personally. I'm you know, really GameCube to play it <laughs> or the uh, Wii. Well, it's on it's everything. On so if you could play it on your PS five, if you wanted to, but this is pretty graphics. So yeah, I would like a remake. It looks a lot more like Gothic and obviously it looks like more disturbing because it's more realistic now, but like, I'm really excited by the new art style that they're going for here. I think I'm really excited to see everything this game has. And there's so much goofy stuff in Resident Evil 4 that that I think is going to be even goofier with like photorealistic <laughs> graphics. I, I just have to say, one of my first experiences with Resident Evil 4 was a, um, I don't know if anybody remembers the YouTube poop genre. Yeah. Um, there was a Resident Evil 4 YouTube poop that I really enjoyed. <laughs> so I, I like that you couldn't even control yourself there for a sec. <laughs> so I hope that whoever made that or somebody can recreate it using the remake. <laughs> you could be that person, Kelly. <laughs> I don't have a back catalog of all the noises and sound effects that they use for those <laughs> stupid videos. <laughs> You're cracking yourself up. From like 2009 or whatever. 2008. God, I don't even remember. That was a long time ago. Anyway, that wasn't the only Resident Evil related news that we got. Um, they also announced that Resident Evil Village is getting a VR mode for PSVR 2. Um, so that's pretty cool for everybody who wants to see Lady Dumitrescu, Dumitresc, Dumitrescu, 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 I don't now know. Now I feel like name. we've had a year flashback because this is literally the exact discussion we had on like our first episode <laughs> or second episode. Um, you can see her uh, in all the VR glory that you so choose. Um, so this is really excited for 
really exciting for um, everybody, actually. I don't know a single person that played that game that didn't One admire night. her in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. Um, so that's cool. And then um, they kind of were done with the Resident Evil news. They were like, we're done with that now. Um, but we're not done with zombies. Eh? <laughs> um, they announced that Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which is the VR Walking Dead game, uh, is getting a sequel. So, yay! That's exciting <laughs> for the people I, who enjoy that game. Not I've been me. I've been meaning to play it because it's like really one of the most esteemed VR games, but I just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, I also like VR. Kind of gives me a headache, so I think about really tapping into VR for more than like an hour, and it makes me wanna pop an ibuprofen and lay down with a glass of water or oat milk. Well, maybe while you're laying down, you can call the mountain. <laughs> Horizon call. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, what? <laughs> it was no, really, go I just, go is, ahead. Was it going to be stupid? <laughs> yeah. Then I want to Of course hear. it was. Every then time I, I opened my mouth, it was something stupid. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I don't want to call the mountain. That's literally all I was going to oh, say. Oh, that was a lot of buildup. <laughs> No, I told you. (laughs) (laughs) Horizon Call of the Mountain got a full trailer finally. It opens with uh, a man talking to us slightly askew. I love when video game trailers like keep the person talking at the start when they post them on YouTube. And it's kind of scary. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the game itself. He does askew. uh, The game itself looks really, really stunning. Uh, I'm excited by this trailer to see what the PlayStation VR 2 can do. Uh, I'm not particularly thrilled about it being Horizon, but my goodness, graphically, it looks incredible. So I'm excited by that alone. Um, They also announced VR is done. They're talking now about other games, and they announced that Spider-Man, the 2018 classic... Can it be a classic? 2018? Yeah. The 2018 video game is coming to PC... August 12th. So if you're a PC gamer and you've been waiting for this one, here you go. Congratulations. It's here. It has the cuter Peter Parker, too. Who's the cuter Peter Parker? They redesigned his face for the def- the remaster. Let me see about this. Is what? he really cuter? Yeah, I think he's a lot cuter. Let's find out together. Okay. I mean, I already know. Let me find out personally okay. on my own. Well, while Kelly's looking at the cuteness of Spider-Man, they also announced that Stray, the cat stealth game, is coming out July 19th. And, excitingly, it will be included in the PlayStation Plus tiers that we discussed earlier. So it'll be available on Extra and Premium. Um, I was really excited by this new trailer, but also excited by the prospect of any new games coming to this premium service because they really made it sound like it was only going to be old stuff. So a game coming on launch day, even if it's not the biggest PlayStation game in the world, is exciting to me. To me, this is the biggest PlayStation game in the world. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Are you getting premium? PlayStation Plus premium? Okay, so you'll have to pay for this with real money. (laughs) yeah as opposed to the fake money I would use to pay for the subscription service (laughs) just kidding I just really like the little robot people and I love and I love the little kitty cat oh my god see I'm not really a cat person I've always been a dog person but then I got a cat and it's like once you get a cat you like you know life changed I know exactly what you mean I had that exactly what happened to me (laughs) same thing happened to you I was a dog person um, now I have a cat 
me and my partner were talking about how amazing it would be if they let you like um, use skins for the cat. So and like you could make it look like your patterns. cat. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but then I told him I feel like that would kind of stress me out because I feel like I would have to like really, really take care of the cat because I would put my cat in that cat's shoes. And those and little would, and, and those little paw. boots. Oh my god, they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I don't know if I could handle the stress of like putting my cat through all of that. I understand that completely now. I'm so excited for this game. Um before we move on to anything perhaps a little more upsetting, uh, which Spider-Man is cuter? <laughs> the new one. Okay, just making sure you agreed. You were right. Uh, of course I was. You were right about that. Um, so a new horror game was also shown off at the State of Play um, called The Callista Protocol. Um, it looks spooky. Um, it's coming out in December. It's like a space sci-fi horror game um this was also shown off at summer games fest which we'll talk about a little bit later um but what was shown at the state of play was just uh, like a cinematic trailer i didn't see any gameplay but maybe i was no you're correct the summer games fest one was just gameplay gameplay right it's um i thought it looked cool it kind of reminds me of like i don't know why i was kind of getting like dead space vibes i guess because it's space it's yeah, I guess just because it's in space. There was some like body horror stuff though, and I feel like that is really a mark, a marker of Dead Space. But and there's also yeah, like robots. dismemberment. Like you shoot the limbs of your enemies, and the le- limbs get sliced off, which is like Dead Space's like thing. Yeah, but none of this is to complain. I think it looks really incredible. I like didn't. I knew this game existed because it's by the PUBG team, and that sounded like a bad thing to me. But this looks really incredible, and like. I'm genuinely so, pretty excited. It's really gross. It's yeah, it's so nasty. It's really yeah, it looks good though. Really grotesque. Nasty, just nasty. Not cute. Not little kitty cats lost in the world. Um, but you know, they also showed off a game called Roller Drome, which is a uh, roller. It's like this kind of like weird, like not two D, but it's like what's the word? Cell shaded. Cell shaded, I guess it kind of yeah. looks like cell shaded rotoscoped. Yeah. Um, it's a rollerblading game. Um, out on August fourth this this summer. Um, it did not look appealing to me. At all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of a hater, so I don't know. It doesn't look bad. I don't. It's not for me either. But I do think it's pretty, and the style's interesting at the very least. The design is really cool. I feel like they could have they could have really done a lot more with it. It looks um, exactly like Sable on the Xbox. Well, I oh guess yeah, it's coming to PlayStation right. 2. It looks ex- I thought it was a Sable port at first. Oh. But it yeah, is right. Roller Drome. Yeah, I don't know. It's not doing anything for me, but maybe it'll do something for you. But you know what? That's your choice. Just like in dating sims, you can choose you like to date um because that is another thing that they showed off at the state of play at the state of play let let me just uh let me just be clear about that they did show us a dating sim just i'm just throwing i'm just throwing this out for you um it's called eternites like eternity very good stuff um (laughs) it's also it's also there's combat in the game but it's marketed as a dating it's kind of confusing i think it's Um, an i think it's like 50 50 because like this trailer's like Half action, half dating sim, like stills, and then like one percent 
hold hands with R1. You know what? I'm talking a lot of smack for someone who has played Persona 3, 4, and 5, which are kind of just dating sims with action. <laughs> so let me be quiet. Maybe this will be a really, really great game. It looks um, really pretty at the very least. It's real. I love the art style. It is very nice. Um, I didn't see release date. Do you see release date? Let me look. Early 2023. Oh, it is funny that you can see the most replayed part. Yeah, that's it's, a really new feature. It's particularly funny on this video. Because it's the hold hands with R1 part. <laughs> yeah, and then the, it's like the CG where she's like got her head on the desk. Yeah. You cannot wow. hide your intentions, YouTube viewers. YouTube knows what you're looking at. And so do I now. <laughs> Let's see. Early 2023. So, um, I don't know. I have no interest. But you know what? That's okay. If I was in this dating sim, I would have zero hearts. I'd have one heart. Mm. No? Zero. <laughs> All right. So Capcom came back at the end of the show to show off Street Fighter VI. We knew this game was coming out due to a cinematic, but this is a full reveal, meaning in-game cinematics and a bunch of gameplay. There was also the reveal of Guile at another showcase, so we now know five of the characters in it. I am pumped for this game. I think the visual style is really incredible and really, really deliberate, if that makes sense. Like, they have a they have a vision and they're sticking to it hard. I think the single player is really getting me excited because it looks like you can actually explore the world in, like, a third-person manner, presumably to go between, like, activities and fights. And I think that's a really, really good idea to make this a lot more engaging for people who are playing by themselves because I personally don't like playing online with games like this I get frustrated but I love the visuals and I love the actual gameplay so this is a really cool idea to have like third person exploration in a world so that you can play through a story and I'm just real excited I think it's just so stunning especially knowing that this game is late next year probably so there's a lot of polish still to be done I'm so excited to see the game yeah the, the character models look like really good Mm -hmm. in my humble opinion and there's so many like painterly things going on like a bunch of different like paint strokes and stuff that look really incredible yeah it's like street art yeah which I guess is the point well I'm excited I'm really thrilled and it was really cool to see it and I'm I'm really excited to see more as we go through the next year and get more gameplay and character reveals yeah it's beautiful. It's so pretty. This show got closed out with Final Fantasy 16, a full-scale reveal, as well as a summer of 2023 release window. I have always been excited for this game since we've known. I thought it looked good when we, when we saw it the first time, but by goodness, they did a lot of work, and it looks unbelievably better. The combat looks really fleshed out and and very, very polished. And I think the story is very exciting. I like this, this medieval style, but still with tons of fantasy elements. I think it's really cool that the summons are like the central element of the plot. And like, I can't explain it fully because I don't understand it, but it's like the summons are attached to different characters. So I, I just want to see what this game's going to be. And I think the combat looks really, really fun. Yeah, I agree with you. 
I, I'm also excited that they're sort of returning to a medieval kind of, not roots, but, well, yeah, I guess the first Final Fantasy game was medieval. Yeah. Um, while still sort of maintaining the stylistic way that they do combat and stuff like that. Um, yeah. It looks really good. It looks beautiful. Very, like, high fidelity. Oh, um, yeah. I like the character models. That's another thing that I'm really big on. I like looking at unique characters. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited for the summons because we all know the summons, you know. They're familiar to us. Yeah. So it'll be kind of cool to see them sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess utilized in a different way than they normally are. Maybe not different, but yeah, a new way, a fresh take, if you will. Maybe a fresh take from Mr. Jeff Keeley. What? No. So no. after the PlayStation sh- uh, State of Play, the next event would have been Summer Games Fest. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there before I even start talking about the news. This was a real bad show. <laughs> um, it was two hours long. It did not need to be. The pacing was awful. There was a lot of cinematics. There was a lot of talk that didn't need to happen. I was not a fan of this show. It was very long. But it opened with a trailer for Aliens Dark Descent. Uh, the whole Horrible time. Name. Yeah. The whole time I was like, is this just Colonial Marines 2? Because it's a really incredible CG reveal. And then for like four seconds. Is it even four seconds? Let me check. I'm going to count. Let's see. Ready? Ready? I'm ready. All right. One, two, three, three seconds. There's three seconds of gameplay at the end of this three-minute trailer. Uh, It was revealed that it's like an isometric shooter. A multiplayer shooter, yeah. So I just thought it was a really funny way to open the show. (laughs) It's a horrible name. I cannot get over the name. It is one word away from Amnesia the Dark Descent. It's like only a few letters away. It's even worse. <laughs> like if they just mix things up a little, boom, amnesia. Who I mean like who I mean I don't I just it makes me mad on the behalf on behalf of the creators of Amnesia Dark Descent. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I don't have any f- good feelings about this. <laughs> no. I you know I love the alien property. Um it's really just been dragged through hell and back. No, it's just been dragged through hell. Yeah, it's not it's come not back yet. It's not coming back. <laughs> um, it's okay. Also, there's lots of other good excitement, exciting announcements, right? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> we better hurry up. The uh, um, uh, so another uh, reveal at the Summer Games Fest, courtesy of Mr. Keeley, was Flashback Two. Um, which is a sequel to a 1992 game um, called Flashback. Um, this was sort of a uh, they call they call it a two and a half, 2.5 D sequel, um, which fills me with a rage that I can't properly describe. I don't know why. <laughs> um, just say it's 3D. You know what I mean? Like I get it, what you're trying to do, but just be honest. Anyway, this was like not even a minute long. Uh, it didn't really show anything other than some Legos, I think, and a gun. Um, and that was it. I'm sure he, big flashback fans were like, woo! 
Um, I Woo! think not because <coughs> two reasons. I'll get real rapid because I don't want to slow us down. One, this trailer has 30,000 views on YouTube, which is concerning. That's really <laughs> low. And two, it wasn't actually a gameplay reveal. It like showed snippets of gameplay projected onto other images in a blurry way. That's terrible, really terrible reveal. It's really good and cool. I like that. Um, here's another trailer they showed off. It's called Witchfire, um, which is a dark fantasy first-person shooter. You heard that right. <laughs> um, it kind of reminds me of that movie with Vin Diesel from a few years ago where he was uh, like a witch hunter and he had a gun. Um, that's just kind of the vibe that I'm getting. We'll talk a little bit more about Vin Diesel later in the show. I hate that you had that. <laughs> Don't. I hate that that has to be the case. Move on fast, please. Um, yeah, it looks pretty generic. But you know what? It looks fun-ish. Okay. It's like bombastic, I guess, but not, yeah, not yeah. for me probably. Every game wanna wants to be wants to have the sort of like Bioshock like gun in one, one hand, plasmid in the other. Which is fine. But I'm over it. Um so after Witch Hunter was a trailer for Witch Hunter. <laughs> if made up Witch a Fire. Name. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the Vin Diesel movie. Stop. <laughs> So after that trailer was the trailer for a game, um, surprisingly, a space horror game. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but a lot of games for some reason shown off this summer so far have been space horror games. Um, it's called Fort Solus, Solace. They probably say it in the trailer, but I can't remember. Um, starring two men. What 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 kind of setup uh, is that? Uh, Troy Baker's in this game. Uh huh. And um, and Roger Clark, who very fond of Roger Clark. Let me just be clear. I will not slander his good name. Um, I'm not saying anything about Troy Baker, but it is a sci-fi horror game. As I said, space space horror game, a spooky scary game, inspired by the movie Moon. And get this, you guys. What else is inspired by? Dead space. What? Wow. No way. No way. Um, I don't know if it didn't have a release date as far as I could see. No. So uh, who knows? See you in five years maybe. Yeah. Speaking of seeing you in five years, 10 years ago, uh, a game called Routine was announced. And then at Summer Games Fest, it got re-revealed. It is a, Whoa. get this, space horror game. No way. It does look really cool. I think it's probably my favorite of the space horror games in this showcase. I think it looks really cool. It looks unique compared to the other five. Yeah, and it has music by the guy who did Doom 2016's music, which is kind of neat. Uh, I don't have a lot to say. I think it just looks really cool and better than most of those most of those reveals, you know? Yeah. And I'm excited to play it. Maybe. I would agree with you there. Oh, maybe. Oh. Huh? What? Uh, who? What? Um, you won't believe who made an appearance. I mean, I will because he tweeted about it before, but go ahead, tell me. <laughs> Our favorite steaming head. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. His movie trailer, right? Yeah. For, um, what's the movie? Black Adam. Black Adam. Uh, not a game. 
But we know we know we know what Jeff likes to see. He likes to see movies. So he said, "You guys are going to sit down and you're going to watch this Black Adam trailer and you're going to like it." I didn't. I, I was watching I it not live, so I just skipped through it. Yeah, I I blocked it out. I didn't watch it live at all. <laughs> That's really funny. Um I wanted to see Dwayne. I wanted to see his steaming head, his beautiful bald steaming head. Um but it wasn't enough for me. Well, good news after uh Dwayne made his appearance. We got to see another space game. Yes. It's called Stormgate. It is yeah. uh, an action. It's like an action game. I don't know. It looks pretty generic. Um, I don't. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it was just a five-minute cinematic for a game that we didn't see gameplay for, and I'm like, I don't care. You can't just do cinematics. But after that, we got a look at High Water, an indie post-apocalyptic exploration game. It's coming out later this year. I'm a big fan of this one. I think the style's real cool, and I think. Uh, I'm always excited about games like this, and I think it'll be a really interesting thing to play. Yeah, I like the style. I also like that this is probably the most realistic apocalypse scenario for us. Yeah. Um, Sinking. Just just getting flooded everywhere. But, but it's an incredibly beautiful world. Sorry, I had an itch. I had an itch that I needed to scratch on my stomach. I'm not cutting that. <laughs> don't, don't leave that in. I have to. I have Oopsie. to. Oopsie. What? Sorry. Sometimes I click the wrong button and I go to a video. Um, so they also showed off a new game called American Arcadia, um, which is not, it, it looks, a, I mean, the style <laughs> kind of looks a little bit similar to the game we just saw. Yeah. Um, sort of like a colorful, cel-shaded, blocky world. Um, but yeah, it, and you know, it's a game. It looks like it's some sort of utopia game. Stealth, Stealth maybe. kind of looked like, what's that game where you're the little guy and you have to like... Inside. Inside. We'll talk about in Inside car. more later. And you're in a car. It looks pretty okay. It looks interesting. The story looks kind of fun. There's like a surveillance element. Yeah, uh, you're like little, being hunted. I don't fully understand what's going on, little, but it's cool. Maybe a little... Maybe a little dystopia, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um. Anyway, for all you One Piece fans out there, um, the billions of you that have devoted years and years of your life to One Piece, a, a new One Piece game is coming out called One Piece Odyssey, and they showed a trailer for it. Um, it's supposed to release this year, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> um, it's real pretty. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. I have no connection to One Piece whatsoever. I watched it once when I was little. So um, do you know the, the answer episode. of am I allowed to play this without One Piece knowledge? I I don't think you should play it without One Piece knowledge. You don't know these characters. Okay. You don't know their stories. Okay. You I, I know Nami because she's got the red hair. Um, And I know, yeah. And other notable features. And I know Luffy, Luffy D. Monkey, because he's the main character and he's really stretchy. Uh-huh. Um, and Zoro, because... The Zoro. Well, yeah, he's, you know... Actually, I feel like I know a lot more about One Piece than I thought I did. 
Maybe you can <laughs> play this game. <laughs> Maybe I can play this game. Um, I mean, yeah, it looks pretty. That's pretty much all there is to it. Um, they also showed off the new Saints Row game that's coming out in couple months. November. Yeah. November. Yeah. Um, they showed off character customization, which unfortunately nothing will ever compare to Saints Row Three character customization. Um, actually, it looks pretty similar to Saints Row. 3 I was gonna say, if anything, I think Saints Row this one might might compare more most closely if any game to Saints Row Three. Yeah, actually, you might be right there. Um, but it's out now, so you can play in the character creator now for a little while. Not the game. Just the. It's an interesting idea to let people design their characters before the game come out, but also it feels weird because it's June and this game's out in many months versus doing it like a couple weeks in advance. It would have made more sense in August. Yeah. I mean, if the game was still coming out in August, but um, it's interesting because this it, that it's funny that you say that The Sims Four did the same thing. They mm-hmm. they did the create a sim demo, and that was like all you could do was create the Sims. But um, and then. Our friends over at the Bloober team, you know what? They're not my friends. Okay. Um, they revealed a, a trailer for a game that you may have heard of called Layers of Fear. You may have played it. You may have played the second one. Well, you're wrong. This is Layers of Fear. That was Layers of... Wait. Oh, oh. Those ones were Layers of Fear. Yeah. And this, this one's one layers... Is layers of Fear. No, this one's Layers of Fears. No, this one's Layers... Oh, yeah, you're right. So there's an extra S. Yeah, it's really good marketing. <laughs> um, I think it looks kind of fun. Not fun. That's not the word I meant to say. Um, the first Layers of Fear was obviously capitalizing on PT. Super yeah. hard. Yeah. Walking simulator, crazy wife, you know. You're losing your mind. Sorry, I shouldn't use that word crazy. Your wife is the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very different implication. Um, is this an Adam this Sandler looks, movie? This one kind of looks uh, very similar. I don't know why they're calling it Layers of Fears. I think that's a really stupid name for a game that already is Layers of Fear. Um, and a lot of the scenes look the same. So I'm like, are they just like redoing the first game with like more money? I don't know. Anyway, it's supposed to come out in early 2023. And that was the Layers of Fears trailer. <laughs> Made in Unreal Engine 5. That's the only part that's cool to me because it's like going to be probably one of the first, if not the first, majorly released on Unreal Engine Five game. Who gave the Who gave Bluebird team the Unreal Engine Five keys? I'm gonna guess Unreal. <laughs> I'm just gonna guess. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Um, and did they show anything else off at the Summer Games Fest? Oh yeah, they did. So it should be exciting, but they brought up Mr. Neil Druckmann. Naughty Dog lead. And they were like, hey, what's up, Neil? We still have 15 minutes left in the show. What could you possibly have to say for 15 minutes? And Neil just kind of like mumbled a bunch. Uh, He talked about the new Last of Us multiplayer game. We've known about this for a while based on Last of Us 2. And he said that it has evolved into its own full game with its own story and everything. They showed a little bit of concept art. I think it looks really cool. I think this was a really dumb way to reveal it, though. And then Neil talked about the Last of Us television show. No trailer. He just showed a new still. Um, and then he brought out Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson. And he said, 
they're in the show as not their characters, just in the show. And I'm like, well, that sounds interesting, I guess. And then very begrudgingly, they announced a new game because it got leaked a few hours before this. And they were very salty about it. And it was very visible that they were salty about it. And they wouldn't stop being salty. <laughs> they announced Last of Us Part 1. It is a full ground-up remake for PlayStation 5 coming out September 2nd of The Last of Us from 2013. Um, so it, um, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be excited, but it's $70. And The Last of Us still looks pretty good. Like, not this good, but still pretty good. Yeah. And I think it's just... If it was $40 or $30, i would be excited. But uh, $70 is too much to ask for something that is not even being freshly designed. Yeah, that was that. those are my thoughts exactly. I think $70 is a ridiculous amount to pay for a game that people have probably already paid 60 Twice. Twice on. I have. You've already spent $120 on this game. And now they want you to spend $190 on this game. It's like, no way. Aren't people just tired of The Last of Us? Aren't we just fatigued of this game? Apparently it's, not, if Jeff's willing to spend 15 minutes talking about it. Well, it's like, I get it. It's an incredible game. It sells very, very well. But it's to the point where it's like, okay, we need to just let this thing rest. You know? Especially with the TV series coming out. Yeah. I don't, I was confused. I mean, they didn't need to show us that still. No. I, How did just, they not have enough footage for like a teaser like at a, least? Like a 20 second teaser, right? Yeah. It's like they've been shooting this thing for like two months. They're like done now. How, how do you not have enough for like a really quick teaser? Like literally, like you said, like 20 seconds. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm just so sick. I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm done. I'm done with The Last of Us. I am. But I was excited to see. I really like Ashley Johnson. So I'm glad that she's going to be in the show. Whatever that means. Yeah, I guess so. Capacity. But it will be hard. She has a very recognizable voice. I think it would be kind of hard to like hear her and be like, no, that's not Ellie. Exactly. Putting them next to the characters that next to their characters will be peculiar. I This is not a dig. And Ashley Johnson, but I have more faith in Troy Baker to become unrecognizable than I do in her. Yeah, I agree. Because she has a very, very recognizable voice. I I agree. Whereas Troy Baker can become unrecognizable in certain instances. Yeah, his voice can. He's really, really good at adjusting his voice. He's versatile, which is why I bought that NFT of his voice. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot you did that, Kelly. I forgot you spent $100,000 on Troy Baker's voice. <laughs> anyway, before we close out The Last of Us news, I guess, Neil Druckmann, the final announcement of of uh, Summer Games Fest 2022 was Neil Druckmann saying that his new project is too early in development to talk about. Wah, wah. And then they ended the show. Wah. Yeah, it was real goofy. But thankfully, they also had, a couple hours later, a little Devolver show. So Kelly, why don't you get us started on that? 
Sure. So at the Devolver show, they showed off that uh, um, cute little game called Cult of the Lamb. We saw it a few months ago where you play as a little lamb and you are a cult leader. <laughs> uh, and you are evil and you are very, very cute. Um, they showed off this trailer that also had the new release date in it. Um, it's coming out August 11th, Woo! which is cool very soon. Um, they're just so cute. But it's so evil. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like those early YouTube like animated videos where everything would be really cute, but it was very evil. Mm -hmm. I keep saying the same thing, but I just cannot emphasize enough how cute and evil it is. <laughs> um, so that was fun. That was at the Devolver Digital event. Is that what they call it, or do they just call it the Devolver thing? Do you want to know what it was called this year? What was it called? The Devolver Digital Marketing Countdown to Marketing. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah, it's all about like making fun of E3 conferences while also 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 announcing. Some also games. also. Stop! I tried. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, they also showed off a trailer for a game called Angry, or I'm sorry, Angerfoot, um, <laughs> where you literally use your foot to Angrily. kick a lot and a gun, um, and you're green. That, I don't know if that's definitive that you're green. You could maybe be another color. I don't really know. But anyway, you kick a lot. Yeah. Um, this is a PC game coming to PC in 2023. Uh, it looks very uh, fun. Maybe not fun. It looks very bombastic. It looks bombastic is the is the word. Yeah. Um, another game that they showed off was called The Plucky Squire. And honestly, this game looks incredible to me. It is like a storybook style game, but near the end of the trailer, your little character jumps off the storybook page and it becomes a little, uh, like a toy looking 3D platformer. And I'm really excited by this. It reminds me a lot of like Mario Odyssey where you jump in and out of walls. And I just cannot wait to see this. And I hope it comes sooner rather than later because it has no release window, sadly. It look. I mean, it looks really good. Yeah, it's visually like, incredible. Just the way the pages look too, like on the desk, like the pages in the light, the way, I don't know. It just, it really does look incredible. Another game that looked incredible to close out the Devolver show was a game called Skate Story. Uh, this game is a skateboarding game with music by Blood Cultures. It is very pretty. I think it has a really interesting like polygonal art style that I think will really suit it well, and I'm excited to see more of it. Yeah, I agree. So that closed out the Devolver event, much smaller. And the last event we have, which is a big one, so we promise to move quickly through it so we don't take two full hours of your time, was <gasps> the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase. Woo! Get us started, Kelly. Yeah, so uh, they had the caveat at the beginning of the show that every game shown are within a year release date window and they're all included on game pass. So every single game will be out within June like 12th um, or yeah, 12th, 2023. So that's really cool. Um, they opened the show on a Redfall trailer, uh, which is that sort of like vampire co-op game where you kill vampires in a co-op setting. Um, co-op. <laughs> Um, it looked cool. I thought it was cool that they 
opened on this trailer, and I think it was cool to see gameplay. Um, sorry, Cookie's like about to fall off the bed. I'm leaving this in. I'm watching this. We should live commentary. Cat about to fall off bed. <laughs> we'll see if she does. Yeah. Um, and then very exciting. Right after that, no breaks. There were no breaks in the show, folks. It was just go, go, go. Um, there was a gameplay trailer for a Hollow Knight Silk Song, which Holy crap. is was super super exciting. Very unexpected. Um, this game. Especially as we heard earlier in the show that every game was going to be out within the year. Um, I think this one might skirt just to <laughs> June 12th, to yeah, be honest. June 12th, um, 2023, probably. Because, yeah, we did not get a release date. I think we get a window of 2023, but that was it. I cannot believe this game's finally <clears throat> back. Because, like, I feel like this game was never actually going to come out. And now we've seen it. And it's also weird that the marketing has shifted because it was, like, a Nintendo-centric marketing thing, and now it's not only in an Xbox show, it's on Game Pass on release day. Yeah. Definitely going like, to be a shift. Yeah, I feel like Xbox has really, really branched out, um, and maybe we can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. But they've really, really branched out with like what they show off in their conferences. They're touching every base they can. It's really impressive and cool. Yeah, they're like that um, song that's like, hands touching hands, touching me, touching you, sweet Caroline. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, sweet Xbox. Oh. Um, this trailer was then followed by a trailer for a game called High on Life, um, which big fan, big fan, big Rick and Morty heads, big Rick and Morty fans were probably like, "Wow, this kind of feels like Rick and Morty." And then immediately it was like, made by the same people who made Rick and Morty, and you're like, "Oh, that's why." Um, very yep. cheeky, mm -hmm. very uh, you know, sci-fi cheeky like goopy Obscene. there's goop everywhere yeah um some fun voice like a fun voice cast um and this one was out when is this one out let me look no release window on this one yet or no i'm sorry it's out october right yeah so um and it's also a first person shooter it looks really interesting and wonky I'm it does really... look wonky. I don't think I'll play it, but it's on Game Pass, so I might give it a try. That's what that's the thing. It's like I wouldn't have tried this game, but it being on Game Pass makes me really excited. That's true. I got you know, I got rid of my Game Pass. I'm gonna have to get it back. At some point, yeah. Well, a game that you might want to get it back for is Plague Tale Requiem. Kelly's nodding no. Um <laughs> we got a new trailer for Plague Tale Requiem. Not a lot to say on this one because I uh, played Plague Tale Innocence a little bit for the show, and I hated it. It was just very, 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 very slow and boring. Um, but the sequel looks better graphically, and it's out this year. So look forward to playing that on your Game Pass subscription if you're excited. Sorry if I offended you. Another very exciting game that Kelly's also excited for <laughs> is Forza Motorsport. Uh, we got a gameplay reveal. It's very pretty, like a Forza game is expected to be sorry i got nothing else uh <laughs> and also at the top of kelly's game pass exciting list is microsoft flight simulator another new game out this november microsoft flight simulator 40th anniversary didn't we just get one of these yes okay i was just making sure Anyway, 
Oh yeah, Halo is coming to it. There's a Halo. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I like the music. Me too. I love the I love the music in Halo. Um, so quickly following the news of the micro, the new Microsoft Flight Simulator, the 40th anniversary, um, Blizzard showed off uh, Overwatch Two, which is the sequel to Overwatch. Um, uh, uh, Come on, you got to have uh, something to say. You have hundreds <laughs> of hours in Overwatch. So I used to play a lot of Overwatch, for those who don't know, like a lot, a lot of Overwatch, like more than I was probably good for my blood pressure, um, for my heart rate, um, for my blood. I already said blood pressure. <laughs> for your soul. It was not good for me, um, but I played a lot. And I have to say that I am not ultra impressed with Overwatch 2, what I've seen. Um, I'm not playing it just because I don't want to, but it is free to play. Uh, for Overwatch One owners, which is exciting. A, I thought it was free for everybody. Uh, it might be. I think it's a. Uh, it's like if you have Overwatch One, the you just like upgrade your game basically, and you get uh the PV PV e. e mode. So you keep um, all the stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, it gets a October fourth for early access release date. Yeah. Um, which is pretty. I don't know. Seems kind of far for early access when the beta was out like last month, but okay, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not like, you know, I'm excited for people who like Overwatch mm-hmm. because I think it'll be nice to have like a refresh for the game. I'm just not sure this game has any more longevity. I, I The roster, in my opinion, is just too big. Um, they can't balance it and it's not fun. I don't think they do a very good job at like moderation. Um, there's a lot of like not so great people who play the game and there were some not so great people who made the game so you know what (laughs) maybe it all comes full circle goodbye Uh, yeah after this trailer for overwatch 2 they shut off a trailer for uh arbra history untold um which looked like a i thought it was going to be like civ 6 Mm -hmm. uh it was not it is seems to be a civilization like game um, but it's called Ara, and I feel dumb saying that. It doesn't feel, it feels like a sound effect, like me going Ara. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, like I said, seems to be a Civ type game. Don't really know when it's coming out. Let's see. Maybe there is a release date. No? Mm-mm. No. Within there's the next just 12 an, months. That's true. And it's on Game Pass. Um, but it is, there's like an insider program that you can join, which, that you can join which I assume is kind of like a beta. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we saw a brief trailer for the new expansion for Fallout 76, which is Fallout 76 The Pit, um, which is kind of goes back to a location we visited in Fallout 3 DLC, The Pit, um, which is po- post-apocalyptic. Po- oh, I cannot talk today. Try it again. Deep breath. Post-apocalyptic Pittsburgh. Um, so you know, that's cool. I guess no. I didn't really like that. Wasn't <laughs> you don't have to pretend it's cool. You know, I didn't love the pit. It wasn't my favorite DLC in Fallout Three. Um, uh-huh. It was kind of a slog. Um, so I don't really know why they chose this place to go back to, but 
Also, I don't think Boston is that close to Pittsburgh. No. Wait, no, it's in West Virginia. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Boston's Fall Fork. Duh. Okay. I guess that's a little bit closer. Is it? Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. It looked fun, I guess. I don't know if you're a big Fallout 76 fan. Well, I don't think anybody listening to the show is, so <laughs> let's figure just move on. Yeah, okay. Forza Horizon 5 is getting DLC based on Hot Wheels, which honestly is kind of fun. Um, so that's something to look forward to. We also got a reveal trailer, another reveal trailer for Arc 2 starring Vin Diesel. This this was weird because this show specifically was like, we are only showing trailers with gameplay, which made a lot of sense to me. And then they had one cinematic only trailer and it was for Arc 2 with Vin Diesel, <laughs> which is really weird to not show gameplay since it's supposed to be out in the next 12 months, right? Right? Sure, 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 sure. I don't yeah, know. see you next year, Vin, Mr. Diesel. It was a funny trailer because it was just Vin Diesel grunting a little bit. <laughs> uh, but after that we got a trailer for Scorn a really upsetting like H.R. Geiger inspired game it's really gross I'm real excited we this game has been in development for a long time yeah and it finally got a release date October 21st so very exciting I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. I don't know if I'll play it, but I'm excited. It's real gross. It's, it's nasty. I don't. There's only so much nastiness I can handle. You know. Well, maybe there's some other exciting, less nasty stuff, right? Yeah. Um. So after this this trailer for Scorn, there was a trailer for a game called Flintlock: The Siege of Dawn. Um. It's kind of. I feel like it's kind of weird to give your game like a subtitle when it's a new IP. Yeah, it's a little confusing. But you know, no biggie. Um, it seems to be sort of like an adventure, fantasy, magic, guns, um, game. You play as uh somebody named Nor and her little fox friend. Um, the the combat looked kind of fun. I don't. I don't. I don't love combat that's like one person at a time. You know what I mean? Like I'll fight you, not like the Assassin's Creed, like I'll fight you and you yeah. stand over there and now I'll fight you. It just doesn't feel realistic to me if it's not turn-based, which this doesn't seem to be turn-based. So, But the world looked really cool. Um, and then after that, there was a Minecraft 2 trailer. Just kidding. Um, it's called Minecraft Legends. It felt like that's what they were setting up, so it's funny. It did. It's like a Minecraft strategy game. It kind of looked a little bit like a mobile game. Um, no hate. Just how I felt. It very, did. very colorful. Um, coming in 2023. Just like Flintlock was. I don't know if I said that. So both of those are 2023 games. Mm -hmm. um, and then finally, there was a game called Lightyear Frontier. Uh, nothing to do with Toy Story or Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm really as far surprised as we know. <laughs> as far as we know, um, where you are like a space explorer, maybe, and you land on a planet and you have to farm and colonize and create a sustainable community. It's just pretty, and it has farming, and it's first person, and your robots, and I'm excited. 
Yes. And that is coming early access uh, in spring 2023. Yeah, I don't know exactly how that works on PC or on Xbox, but I'm still excited. Yeah, it is really pretty. I just am kind of, I don't love building games. I don't know. But this looks kind of fun. I don't know. It's hard to say. Hard it's to say. just really cute. And then we got a furry. We got some furry oh. stuff. Oh. Gunfire Reborn is a shooter game where you play as little furries. Um, it looks fine. I'm excited. It's it's an interesting concept. I think they it's... don't need to. They do... you know what? Never mind. It's just a little shooter, a little first person furry shooter. Yeah, it's cute. I don't think they need to give girl furries boobs. There, I said it. Bold. Bold. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense if you think about actual animals. Yeah. Just my thoughts. Just my two cents. Well, they also showed off a game called, uh, title here, The Last Case of Benedict Fox. I don't know why that's so hard for me to say. I'm it's kind of involved. Yeah, but I I'm excited. Uh, I don't know what else to say. It's coming spring 2023. It is a 2.5D. Oh, wait, you hate that. It's a <laughs> it's a game, a mystery game. It's fine game. when you say it. It's fine when you say okay, it. Okay, it's a mystery game. It looks real interesting, really cool art style, kind of like clay-like. I'm really excited about it. How do you feel, Kelly? I was excited for this. It feels very like Eldritch um, Lovecraftian, I guess. Um, and I thought uh, the main character to me was very appealing. Cute. Um, because he's a tall, skinny uh, detective who also gets seems to be get getting possessed at some point by the Eldritch Force, which really was exciting to me. So He's, he's <clears> real I'll, cute. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably play, you know. Um, after that, we got a reveal trailer for As Dusk Falls, a cinematic story game. It's coming out July 29th. I'm sorry, July 19th. I am not capable of reading. <laughs> uh, I think it looks real ugly. I'm sorry. It's, it's just not, it's just, it's just not. Like it, it. You're right. I don't like it's the, ugly. Like the art the, style's I, yucky. I see what they were trying to do, but it's just like it doesn't work for me. I don't like it. It looks really bad in motion, in my opinion. So it just looks dumb. <laughs> it looks well, stupid. Like, why do I have to move one by one, but the cars and everything can move? Like, you know what I mean? I just it looks. Yeah. I don't know. I Not that's that's a good point. A lot of the other stuff moves with consistent motion, but the characters are just stills. Yeah. But um Obsidian announced a new game right after that. Whoa. A little little game called Pentiment, where you play as a little guy, a little artist. Little um, guy. Yeah, a little guy, a little artist named Andreas. Um it's kind of like the style seems to be like an old painting, like a little rena not renaissance, but you know what what's what I'm looking for? Like, you know, those old tapestries and stuff yes. and those old books. That's like this art style of the game. Um, and it seems to be a very choice-based game um, led by or, direct, or written by Josh Sawyer, who I really enjoy. He worked on Fallout New Vegas. Um, I think he is a really great writer. So I'm very excited for this. Um, I saw this and I was like, yeah, woo, woo, yeah, woo. Because there seems to be some 
darkness happening underneath the surface of the uh, like stereo, not stereotypical, but the story that we see, there seems to be some darkness lurking underneath. Yeah, yeah. And I think the style is just like so interesting. I like that it's like an old storybook. I'm excited to see what it's like. It's also exciting that it's out so soon. I know. November. November 2022. Mm-hmm. Get your game pass, folks. Get your game... What? Nothing. Were you about to say a swear? No. <sighs> Move on before you say a swear by accident. <laughs> um. So another Obsidian game that we saw was the game Grounded, which was shown off a while ago. Um, but it got a full release date of September 10th. Y- yay. Um, that's the one where you're playing as uh, four youths and you get shrunk like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in the backyard. Um, it's like a co-op game. Uh, there's bugs. There's something which... intrinsically less exciting to me about this kind of game when we like you could just go play it basically in full right now. Yeah. It. Yeah. I don't like the um, bugs. <laughs> well, you don't like bugs, so that makes sense. Edge, the idea of a giant spider is really upsetting to me. Not even a, a, the idea of a giant worm is more upsetting to me than anything else. I really yeah. don't like worms. I couldn't watch Dune because there's a giant worm in that. Um, spoiler alert for all my worm heads. Uh, don't watch it. There's a big worm and it will upset you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, I'm not, but anyway. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like it's not as exciting because you kind of can play the game already now. Yeah. Um, and then after, we got a, a trailer for a game called Erebon Shadow Legacy, um, where you play as a robot fighter, a robot herself. You're beating up robots, I think. You're beating up robots. There seems to be some sort of like fantastical element to it where you can disappear and reappear with at will with like shadows um, and you're fighting robots. I don't know if it's post-apocalyptic. I don't, I don't really know anything about the game. Uh, The trailer was not super concise. Um, It was pretty though. It was very nice to look at. And I liked the mechanic, like the, like the way she was able to like, I'm sorry, what? Or they, I should say. One more time. The little robot person. They were like, um, okay. Disappearing and reappearing. No release window. Without the within the next year, within the next year, I guess that's true. So I guess that is our release window. Uh, yeah, that's the bright side of saying that at the start is that it gives every game a release window implied. Yeah. So, another game that we saw the first gameplay of was Diablo Four, as well as a reveal of a new character class. Um, Kelly, do you have an opinion? Um, I've never played Diablo. So I don't really know. Uh, but I was really sold when they were showing the character creation. It really... It, this particular aspect of it is reminding me of Baldur's Gate. And I'm kind of like in. Um, but I don't know if I could do any of the PvP stuff. That's really not for me. Yeah. I, I think it looks so really much. cool, but like not for me. It's It just seems a little too extensive almost, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, a game that looks a little more like it's for me is a Ravenlock, which was revealed. It's kind of like a uh, very mildly pixelated 
3D action adventure game, heavily inspired by Alice in Wonderland. I really like the art style, and I'm I'm I want to see more of this game to see if it's something I want to play. But I think it looks really cool on a surface level. Yeah, I would agree. I was uh, really into this trailer. Thought it was really cool and colorful. Um, the next thing we saw was a big surprise for me, and that was, uh, is it Hepe Jepe? Jeppy, previous head of Playdead, Mr. Carlson, revealed <laughs> a new game called Cocoon. So we knew about a space game by the Playdead team, but this is the first time we're seeing it, and it's very exciting because it's out within the next year. I think it's really cool. I think it's a, a really interesting way to take the inside formula in a new direction. And I think it's also exciting because we still do have Somerville coming out this year, meaning within the next year, we're getting two heavily inspired by inside games. And I'm very excited about that. I think it looks really cool. It's super wonky and super interesting. And I think it's going to be really fun to play. What were your thoughts? Did you did you like this trailer, Kelly? Yeah, I I feel like I didn't get enough to really like it. But like you feel like you need a longer, a longer trailer. Yeah, I understand. Um, but I do like the style of the game. It looks very clean and crisp, and I like the little guy. Mm-hmm. How he was like, blue. He's very cute. Blue. Yeah, I really liked that. I love a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> if your game has a little guy in it, I'll probably be playing it. A game that did not have a little guy that came after this was Woe Long, the new game from Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja. Kind of looked like it might be Neo 3, but it is not. It's something completely new, and I'm real excited. It looks like a really fun action game, and it's coming out in the next 12 months. Uh, not much to say. I'm. Uh, this is another one I'm not certain I'll like, but I'm really happy it's on Game Pass, so I don't have to... Like, I, I could just play it risk-free, you know? Did you like this yeah. trailer? I thought it was really cool. Um, I really liked the end with the big like dragon thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was cool. Kind of all I got. I don't have any attachment to Neo or anything, so I didn't feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah! I get but... that. <laughs> it looks really pretty at the very least. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will say what I was like, yeah, 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 for... Um, was shortly after that was announced, uh, they announced, Atlas announced that Persona 4 Golden, Persona 5 Royale, and, and Persona 3 Portable Ooh. are all coming to Xbox Steam and PlayStation 5. Uh, this was the most incredible moment for me. I was shaking, crying, screaming, sh yelling. Did you actually cry? I didn't cry, but I was so, so excited. Um, for those who don't know, I'm a big Persona 3 Portable fan. I've talked about it a lot. Yeah, but it's okay. But my PSP is busted, so I can't play it anymore legally. <laughs> um, so now I can in the next 12 months. Um, uh -huh. This will begin with a rollout of Persona 5 Royale first in October of this year. So... Are you, what is the most exciting part about this for you? Is it that it's coming to modern platforms? Is it that it's coming to Game Pass? What's the deal? I think that it's coming to modern platforms. 
Persona 3 is kind of hard to play. Um, even now, you can play Persona 3 or Persona 3 FES on PlayStation 2. Um, or maybe some sort of backwards like cloud compatibility thing on uh, 4. I'm not really sure. Um, and Persona 4 and 5 are a lot more accessible. Persona 5 is obviously the most accessible. You can play it on like the Switch. I mean, you can play Royale on, or you can play Strikers, Strikers on Switch. Yeah. But you can play 5 on modern console or, you know, PS4. Um, and Persona 4 Golden, you can play on Steam. And Switch. Can't you play Persona 4 Golden on Switch? No. No. The Switch doesn't have any Persona Steam, besides Strikers. And you can play it on PS4 and PS5. Yes. It's, it's I feel like the PS4. whole all of this really points out how confusing the Persona releases are. But <laughs> I'm just excited for specifically Persona 3 Portable because that's like yeah. the least it's just it's a PSP game, you know? It didn't it's need so, to come out, but they're doing it and I'm excited about that. I agree. And I think people were upset on Twitter because they were like, Well, why didn't they use the overworld? Because Persona 3 Portable is kind of a point and click um until you get to the combat parts where you're actually like walking around, but Honestly, I don't really care. Yeah, no, I it's still worth it. Especially, it's also on Game Pass, which is so thrilling. Yeah, especially since I'm only paying $10 a month to do so. Um, <laughs> but this is kind of what I was alluding to earlier is that it's very very it was it for me it felt very very out of left field for them mm -hmm. to be putting the Persona games on game or the three, four, and five on Game Pass. Yeah. Um Xbox doesn't really do that. They don't they don't they're not really into like the big JRPG scene like that. Um so I really do believe that they're branching out. Um, yeah. I wonder if there's any other big Japanese like <laughs> endeavors that they're undertaking. Um we got a fun little uh not hostage clip of Kojima <laughs> <laughs> Um, he was like, you guys, I'm working on a new cloud game for Xbox. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to talk about it any more than that, but that's what I'm doing. Um, which was kind of like, <laughs> it was very surprising. I don't think anybody was, because, you know, Kojima's like a PlayStation guy. Has been know? forever, yeah. Has been forever. So this was very surprising. Um, it's exciting to me because I feel like it's obvious that he's doing this because he's seeking a new way to, like, get creative fulfillment and whatever's going to get him creative fulfillment is where what he should do you know where he should go yeah and i also think it's kind of cool and we've talked about this a little bit but there's very much a sort of um convergence of it's not the, the lines between like xbox playstation they're not quite as strong as they once were they're pretty blurry yeah they're starting to get a little bit blurrier and blurrier which i think is not necessarily a bad thing except for a certain exclusive Yes, uh, the show was closed out, as expected, was closed out with a little game called Starfield. Um, this was, uh, Todd came on stage and he said, hey everybody, I've got a hot spanking new 10 minute gameplay to show you. I don't know if it was 10 minutes. I feel like it was like 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe. it was like a 15 minute showcase that included talking and a cinematic opening. Yeah, so um, they showed... Uh, gameplay, they showed exploration, they showed combat, they showed base building, ship building, character customization, 
feel like it was a pretty robust uh, preview. Yeah. Or reveal. Um, we saw a lot. And I don't know. I have a lot of feelings. The frame rate, and this isn't normally a big deal for me, but the first thing I noticed was the frame rate was really not that. Something was weird about the frame rate. It was a bit choppy in this trailer. Yeah, I don't know if it was the stream. No, because watching it back on like this recorded video, it's not nearly as bad. Or yeah. it is, it's not like I was fixed. Gonna, it's not I was fixed. Say. Sorry, I phrased that completely wrong. It is not <laughs> I fixed. I was going to say, then it's not a problem. But it might, I don't know. So that was a little, I don't want to say alarming because that sounds like way serious, but it was a little bit like, that's kind of weird. Why would you show us? Hopefully it's just because the game's completely finished and they're just sort of polishing it now and that's one of the things they're polishing. Yeah. Um, and I will say the um, the NPC interactions, I'm st- I don't know. Something some of them were really not good. Like the animation the facial animation. Some of them were really not good. Um, and some of them were good. Like it was it was kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. Um again, hopefully that's one of those things they just need to polish over the next year before it comes out. Yeah. And I'm wondering if maybe these were these little things that they saw and they were like, We need to delay the game. Yeah. Because there's still a lot of polish that we still need to do. Um but the combat looked okay. I you know, I thought it looked fine. I don't know what I'm going to do without the VAT system um, <laughs> or just like wildly swinging my sword around in Skyrim. I might yep. just be lost, you know? Um, and then I, I don't know. I'm not super into resource gathering and base building. So I really hope that they are, find a way to make that compelling. Yeah. I have, Those I have high thoughts. hopes. I thought it was a really cool reveal and I'm glad we finally saw it. Yeah, Definitely. And I think Xbox did a pretty good show. There were some slow points in the middle specifically, but overall, I think the pacing was way better. Trailers were a lot snappier, and there was a lot less time between them meandering. So I think Xbox definitely definitely showed their cards in the best way they could. I think PlayStation and Xbox both had great shows. So I was real excited about that. Yes. So, so Kelly. Yes. That was not E3. <laughs> Um, just a quick little thing. This is breaking for us. While Ooh. we were talking, um, there was Resident Evil Village DLC announced. It is Shadow of Rose, a story that seems to be a sequel following the daughter of main character Ethan as she goes through the same locations of Village in a weird, distorted manner, as well as being able to play all of Resident Evil Village now in third person. So this was DLC announced coming in the gold edition of Resident Evil 8. You'll also be able to pay to upgrade Village so you don't have to buy a whole new edition just to play these things. But I think it's very exciting. I really wasn't expecting to see this because Capcom had a showcase today that they were pretty specifically like, no new games, but I guess DLC isn't a new game. So they broke (laughs) that rule a little bit. I think it's interesting. I feel like the Resident Evil timeline is always in flux. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this girl has aged like it's 18 16, years. Yeah. Oh, it's, 16 years. It's 16 years later, they said. It's it's like, so where's everybody else? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on with characters who were alive at the end of Resident Evil 6? I guess we'll find out, maybe. Resident Evil 9. And Resident Evil 9. Is... I'm assuming it looks cool. 
I'm assuming this is going to be a setup for Resident Evil 9 with Rose. So. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm a, I'm really excited. I think it's really cool. I think the third person mode is a really, really interesting idea. Yeah. So. I wonder. I, I wish they could retroactively go back and do it for Ethan. That's what they're doing. <gasps> you can play all of Resident Evil Village. Oh. All of it in third person. My God. Cookie? Was Cookie oh excited? God. She's so excited. She just yawned, but it was like not sleepy. It was like, yeah. I'll probably replay all of Resident Evil Village just to play it in third person. Yeah, that's so cool. So. I didn't get it. I thought it was just for the DLC. I didn't realize it was like. No, I think DLC is both first and third person available as well. Wow. So. Wow. So that is a close to not E3 season. We might have a couple more things coming along the pipe. Assume, presumably Nintendo has something coming up. We pushed, we were going to push this episode to Tuesday recording because it seemed like that's when Nintendo was going to do it, but now they haven't even announced it, so that's not going to happen. So we'll talk about it next week, I guess. Maybe, hopefully. Probably not. I think there's going to be, uh, uh, r- rumors say there's going to be a direct on the 29th. Yeah, which seems crazy because they've never done that, but hey, this year's full of unprecedented things, so why not? Yeah, who knows what it's going to be. So, well, Kelly, we're back for our second year. It's off to a really good long episode start. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. Me I'm too. I'm excited to be back next week, hopefully with some other exciting news. Maybe I'll play some actual video games. We'll see. You know, it's funny. I actually did play a video game this week, but maybe I'm going to talk about it next. I was going to say maybe save it because we're about we're getting close to that two hour <laughs> mark, and who knows if we'll have news next week. Yeah, it might be a really like <laughs> nothing. It's very possible that it's just a nothing week because this week was an everything week. Well, we can talk about my acid reflux medication. Yeah, we'll save that. Tune in next <laughs> week to hear more about Kelly's acid reflux. I guess. <laughs> Thanks everybody for coming back after our break and for another year of talking games we look forward to many more episodes thanks bye